Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott. I'm a confidence coach and instigator of joy. I believe that we are all so much more powerful than we can possibly understand. My goal with these conversations is to introduce you to brave, vulnerable people who are finding and owning their awesome. My guests are leaning into what makes them unique and sharing that uniqueness with the world. I hope these conversations inspire you to break free from whatever is holding you back and to step into your own greatness. Welcome to the Find Your Awesome podcast. My guest today is Jillian Bolands. She, this, this human being, guys, she is just a ray of light. And she's officially a life and business coach, a mompreneur, a writer, a speaker, an ambassador for self-love and empowerment. She's the host of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands podcast and the True You Live event, which is happening in Portland, Maine in October. That is five months away and I'm going to be there. I'm so excited and I'm so excited for you all to meet Jillian. So welcome, Jillian. Ah, thank you, sister. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Every time you and I get to chat, your listeners are going to be like, what is happening between them? But it's, I'm so excited because we've got incredible energy. We've just got such great synergy and I learn so much from you every time we talk. So I am so excited to be here. Hello, listeners. The feeling is so mutual, sister. Mm. I feel like I I feel like we are absolutely on each other's teams. Oh, really totally. Get that sense with someone like, wow, I'm, we're in this together. Yeah. Actually, I remember the first time we spoke. So our mutual friend and coach, um, Amber Liliestrom, did like the email introduction, like, I feel like you guys need each other in each other's lives. Actually, I had a question and she pointed me to you as a mentor with that situation. And we hopped on the phone and there was just like great connection from the beginning. I was so grateful for it. And I remember at the end I said, well, like what, how, how can I repay you for this? And I mean, you gave me your time and that was hugely valuable. And it was like, you, you just had this moment of, oh, oh my gosh, like that's so nice. And let's just riff with this. And we just kind of, I feel like that's when like our little love egg was born. (laughs) And then we've just had incredible conversations and like deeper diving since then. So I'm so grateful for that. That's so true. I feel like whatever it was, I think you wanted to talk about life coach certification or just life coaching. Yeah. And that was just a cover. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. I don't know if Amber knew that. No, I feel like that was like the our spiritual teams, as our friends like to say, we're like, this is going to be like the way we get you guys together. But actually, you're meant for a lot deeper. So yeah. buckle up. I also think it's so interesting when I lived in Maine, like mm-hmm. we lived maybe 10 minutes apart. Yeah. Yeah. How did we never, how and why did we never connect? when I was in Maine. I would look right. back for 10 years. Yeah. And it, why was it when you were on this physical and spiritual trek trying to find where you were going to lay down roots that we actually connected when I was here? And it's just amazing. I love it. I'm like, heck yes, universe. You know what you're doing. You yeah, just you, guide us. <laughs> exactly. You know what you're doing. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive in. Let's start with the live event, Jillian. Mm. Talk about it. What's your vision? How long have you wanted to do this? 
what's happening. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first of all, friends, let's just give Kelsey Abbott a huge round of applause because like we just shared, sister came into my life and I literally looked at Kelsey at one point and I was like, I'm pretty sure you are my big sister. And Kelsey said to me, yeah, that definitely has happened in a past life. Like, thank God we found each other again. So, but like since day one, I really did have that connection and that feeling of like, okay, we're meant to do life and business and deep diving together. So Kelsey is one of my incredible speakers at this life-changing soul-shifting event that I'm going to be hosting in Portland, Maine. And to answer your question specifically of how long have I wanted to do this? Truly forever. I have known that I was meant to be on stages and inspiring people and not just like giving them like the rah, rah, here we go. Like have you feeling motivated in the moment, but then like when you leave, have no idea what to do next. Like I'm meant for the inspiration, but I'm actually also meant for the deep diving, energetic connection to who you truly are. And from that place, helping you to walk away from something with some logistical how-tos, with not only the inspiration, but some plans and some dreams that have only been dreams for a while. And having that feeling of like, Ooh, I could do something with this. So my whole life I've wanted to inspire and help and guide and connect with women specifically. But I would say over the past year, I've gotten really, really clear on what I want. I spent a lot of time really subscribing as many of us do to what I always felt like I should do. And it has been a really interesting path that has led me to this place of, okay, while those things are great and they seem great in writing, when it's not touching your soul, it's really just, you're covering up your greatness. You're covering up what you're meant to do. So over the past year, I've done some deep diving into who I truly am, what I feel connected to, what I want to do. And ultimately over I would say um, over the past year, that's it's just that keeps coming up for me. Um, I've gotten really clear of okay, I'm grateful for where I've been. I'm grateful for how I've started my businesses. I'm great. I'm super grateful for the online space because I have two small ones, and being in person and um, you know just being at places where I had to leave my home that wasn't really a functional you know, available option for me for many years. And now it is. And now is the time. My energy is right. I'm so psyched to be on the stage. I'm so psyched to help people literally in a physical space, feel the energy, but not only that, feel seen, heard, loved, and supported and have my soul sisters on that stage guiding them right along with me. It's just a culmination of bringing in my tribe, the women that have helped me along my journey, and literally giving them to my followers and the people that really want to be in this space and saying, we're in this together. Let's get in the physical space. Let's have the dance parties. Let's have the journaling moments. Let's have those hearts cracked wide open opportunities and let's do it together in this space that helps us to feel that way. Seen, heard, loved, and supported. Yay. (laughs) Energy is just going to be electric. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, that's, that's one of my superpowers and I know that. And I feel like that may be a foreign thing to people to hear somebody say, that's one of my superpowers. That's what I'm freaking good at. But 
because we in society, but particularly as women, I find we try to downplay our superpowers or we try to like shrug off what we're really freaking good at because of a number of things, right? We don't want to end up getting hurt by seeming like we are full of ourselves by stating it, or we don't want to make other people feel smaller because we're standing in our light. And I know those things because I've felt them before. And it's through a lot of deep digging and a lot of self-discovery that I'm like, oh, hell no. I want to amplify my superpowers because when I do that, I allow people to feel safe in their superpowers and I allow for them to let them shine because they know if girlfriend's letting herself shine, there's no reason for me not to let myself shine. And it's just, it's just everything. So I know that bringing energy and bringing enthusiasm, but also bringing the truth of what we get to do is what I'm really, really freaking good at. And I would be doing the world a disservice if I did not give them the physical experience of all of that. Okay. I've got a couple questions for you, but first of all, I want to know what are your other superpowers? Ooh, that's a really good question. So other superpowers. So like you said, I am a ray of sunshine and it's not I think a superpower with that is people can get caught up in the, I am only up and bubbly and happy. And here's the thing, like, especially if you follow me on Instagram stories, I have gotten really good at, at presenting the sunshine, but also showing you the work that's gone into creating that for myself. Also showing you the, the times where it's not sunny and where I'm in the swirl. And when I'm like feeling like, the opposite feels and, but teaching people how to navigate through those feelings to get back to the sunshine. Um, so that's a superpower. I, um, I'm a mom. So I feel like really, you know, that is, that's a never ending (laughs) learning journey. And a lot of the time I feel like I'm just failing a hundred percent of the time, but I think a superpower from mine now has been experiencing life through the eyes of my little ones, because I'm actually not predisposed to have fun necessarily. I am preconditioned and like preset to like go and work and force and push. And I think that that's training. I think that I've received a lot of accolades and a lot of applause for functioning in that mentality and that way of being for so long. But a superpower of mine that has come about over the past couple years has been, okay, I can learn really good at learning and who best to learn from than my own children who want to have fun and who remind me to have fun. So it's tapping into that like, oh wait, Jill, you're going a little bit too heavy on the gotta get this done, gotta function in this like boom, boom, boom mentality and just saying like, okay, it's time to release. It's time to have fun. And I think my, my true, my biggest one is complimenting people and not just like the, the surface stuff, like really seeing their soul and allowing them for them to know that they're seen. I think that that's the one that I'm, I'm the most proud of. And I really try to help people feel when they're with me. Yeah. And I think you're really amazing with that. Thank you. I, I love that you said learning is one of your superpowers. I think so many people tend to, I just think that that's something everyone can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, 
you maybe even have a fixed mindset about it of like, you're either smarter or not. Yeah. But learning itself and knowing your learning style yeah. is a big piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's a huge piece of the puzzle and I'm so grateful for it. And I think especially as, um, as entrepreneurs early in the game, we forget to learn. We function in the, okay, this is the prescription and this is, if I follow this formula and do, 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 I'm going to get super successful. But throughout that, we forget to continually fuel ourselves to make ourselves better and to really tap into how can we increase our knowledge? Because if we increase our knowledge on the logistical stuff, but also the energy stuff, then we really, I mean, we have a huge never ending supply of information that we can then teach. And that's huge. Kelsey, I feel like that's one of your superpowers too. Like, what do you feel like your superpowers are? Because there's so many, I think you are like superwoman. So <laughs> thanks sister. My, my biggest one I think is seeing people like yeah. really, truly seeing people. And that's a, fun one because some people want to be seen. I mean, I, I truly like, believe that all humans want to be seen and yeah. heard, but some people don't like it. Some people are super uncomfortable with that. And I feel like those people know that I can see them. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes I get some pushback on that. Yeah. 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 Um, that's my biggest one. Adaptability yes. is a huge one. Roll with it. Just Roll with it. it up. I've learned a lot from you about that actually. Thank you. It helped a lot to learn. I took my, I did a strengths finder assessment a couple of years ago and actually learned that adaptability is in fact one of my top strengths. And I'm like, right. Okay. So that is a strength. Yeah. Isn't it cool to recognize like, or get like the affirmation of what your strengths are, because then it almost gives you permission to dive in a little bit deeper with it. So I guess for your listeners, like tap in, what do you feel? Um, or what do you get compliments about a lot? That was one thing for me. I remember at the beginning of this self-discovery journey, at the beginning of me launching my life in business coaching business, I kept hearing people say, you are such sunshine. You bring such amazing energy. And it was then that I was like, oh, okay. Like that's my thing. And I didn't, I didn't innately know, or maybe I did innately know that, but I couldn't quite put words to it. So if you're kind of wondering what, what is my superpower? This is cool. Like, look, listen to these two really powerful women talking about how they know what their superpower is. It's only because we oftentimes take in that feedback from the positive forces that are within our life and, and really listen to the compliments and receive the compliments, right? Because if you're not willing to receive the compliments that you're literally shutting off the opportunity to learn more about you. So as I was like, oh my gosh, that's like the 17th person that said that to me. It was like a light bulb because that's what you're best meant to do in this world is be the energy bringer, be the sunshine. It doesn't come without its dark times, but it's you're, if you're able to present it and to help people feel connected to it, that's so powerful so good. I think the other piece to it is also like, like in that deep listening and receiving, ask yourself what's coming up as you go to receive it. Yeah. I went through a period where I had like 17 different people being like, Oh my God, your ability to focus is incredible. Yeah. And the first few times people said that I was like, I have ADHD. Yeah. Like I've officially been diagnosed and told that I can't focus. Interesting. So it, was so, it was actually interesting for me to be like, okay, so I had ADHD. Yeah. And I've worked my butt off 
to learn mindfulness, to learn to train myself to be able to focus. Yes. So I guess now it's time for me to change that identity. I'm no longer someone who has ADHD. Instead, I'm someone who can focus and who can teach others to focus. Like mic drop, holy moly, isn't it so powerful how how what we have learned becomes who we are and then we have that paradigm shift of like, oh, do I actually have to be that person? Yeah. I don't know. And then if you start to think differently, you can create a whole new reality and it's just, oh my gosh, you are a superwoman. Like that's it. Like that's great. Thanks. Thanks for having me because you're a superwoman. (laughs) Uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You're like, we're not done. (laughs) No, we're not done. You have to stick around. We need more sunshine. Yeah. Um, Okay. So on that topic of that identity, these things, these curveballs being thrown at us, mm-hmm. we, I think some of us, maybe all, all of us are given these things that, you know, we go to the victim place of like, whoa, why me? Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. And an example with ADHD thing for me is, oh, apparently I had to go through this mm-hmm. so that I would learn to be able to focus, to be able to share that with others. Yeah. Yeah. We're given these curveballs, like whether it's, I mean, stuff that I'm still going through with my body, stuff I know you've talked about with your body, Mm -hmm. because we're the teachers. Yes. And here's the thing with that, when you come at it from the, the perspective of a teacher and recognizing friends that we're all teachers in our own different capacities and we don't all have to be coaches. We don't all have to, you know, follow a specific way of doing things, but we are all teachers based on what we have experienced and based on what we've learned. But when we come at it from that perspective of, okay, this was given to me. It's like um, the Abraham Hicks Uh, quote that life is always working out for me, even in those dark moments, even in those times where you're like, why, why have I been dealt this hand? What is going on? I don't like this. This isn't fun. If you look at it and kind of recognize like, oh, I'm in the thick of it right now. And I have no flipping clue about how this is going to serve people, but I know that it will in the future. So let's just experience it. Let's just feel the feels because ultimately at the end, not only are we going to have had an incredible life experience and maybe it was a negative one, but you on the other side of it will be able to share how we got through it, right? It's that whole mentality of turning your struggle into your story or turning your mess into your message. And that's not to say that everything that we go through needs to be something that you teach other people about. Some things are just for us, but it's almost establishing that credibility to yourself that you are trustworthy enough to go through what you go through because you're learning more about yourself. And we spend so much time in the busyness of the world that we forget that we need us too. We need ourselves to be tapping into who we are and like actively participating in our own transformations. And it's just, it's so powerful because we need us to guide ourselves as much as the people who we get to serve down the road need us as well. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Talk more about trustworthiness, about trusting ourselves. Mm. 
I actually, this is like, this is like my theme for the day. Do you ever find that? Do you ever feel like you, you get like something in your head and you're like, Ooh, I want to teach this on every single opportunity and platform. Um, I possibly can. So I actually just did an Instagram live, a Facebook live, and I went on and I posted it to LinkedIn about this too today. So, but I feel like how cool, like the universe is like, all right, this message needs to get out there. That's why it came up with our conversation. But ultimately, why is it important to do the things that you say you're going to do, right? Like we come up with to-do lists all the time. And if you take it like that, that deeper, further step, it, like in terms of, I want to do something big. I want to create a change for myself. I want to start, you know, putting my life on a different path or creating a new trajectory plan. When we say that we want to do those things and when we declare how we're going to do those. So for example, um, you want to, you want to really bring your business to the next level. And in order to do that, you want to bring in more support, more powerful women who can guide you, but also can catch you when you're about to fall, like all of it. And you make the decision of, okay, in order to do that, I have to connect with more people. I need to introduce myself to more people. I need to um, get to these events or I need to like just send the email or the DM on, on Instagram just saying like, hey, like you're super inspiring. Thank you. Those are the things that you say that you want to do, right? Here's why it's so important to follow through with them because as you do what you say you want to do, you start establishing a level of trust within yourself. And as you start to trust yourself more, stand more firmly in your integrity, you give other people living proof that you are trustworthy. Because if you can't trust yourself, nobody else is going to trust you. When you start to do the things and like, not just like check the boxes, like, oh, I'm doing what I said I'm doing. You are innately learning that you are a trustworthy source. And as you trust yourself more, you stand out with that truth and you are able to share with people. I know that I'm trustworthy. I know that you can trust me because I've learned how to trust me. And in any relationship, whether it be a professional one, a coaching and student one, even one among friendship, you, you want other people to be able to trust you just like you want to trust other people. But your first priority is to learn that is to prove that you're trustworthy. And the way to do that is to start trusting yourself. Does that make sense? Did I like un unwind that well enough? Yeah, I think it's good. And let's talk about ways that that lack of self-trust shows up for people yeah like how can you tell that you don't trust yourself i think um well for me it's how does my physical body feel about certain things so if i want to do something and i'm feeling like i don't know if i can or i don't think i'm worthy enough to try or um I just don't know that it's worth it, then my body will just feel funky. Like I'll just feel like what's the, and I'll get into like the swirl, right? In my head of like, what's the matter with me? Why can't I do this? And it's a lot of energy spent on wondering why I can't, as opposed to if I had just done it, it's a lot easier. Cuts down on time. It cuts down on worry. It cuts down on brain capacity, right? Like 
true energy right there. And when you are in that space of, I don't know if I can trust myself, you're just always hesitant. You're just never able to like dive in and go for it, which again, begins that vicious cycle of, well, I didn't do it again. So I must be a failure. I didn't do that thing I said I wanted to do. I must not be good enough for it. And then that can lead you down all sorts of different paths and traps. Like, well, why can she do it? And I can't. Uh, So you fall into the comparison mode or, but I'm talking about, I want to create this business and I don't, I can't even stick to it myself. Then you fall into imposter syndrome mode. So that, that establishing of trust within yourself, I think is so vital. And here's the thing. You're not necessarily just going to like push a button and be like, okay, I can trust myself. You have to do the work to prove to yourself. And I don't mean prove like I've got something to prove here. It's just that justification of wait, of, oh wait, I can do this. And giving yourself those little wins along the way that lead you down the path of, I am trustworthy. And it's like what you were just saying, when you start to rewrite the script and tell yourself that actually you can do something, it just changes everything for you. And it takes away that fuzziness. It takes away the wiggle room and it makes you more efficient, more effective and more eloquent in how you're presenting yourself. I love that you threw an eloquent. I had a question all lined up for you and you throw that in and I'm like, oh, that is actually really good. I know. I do that all the time on my podcast. I'm like, okay, we're going to follow that path now. Um, But okay, so trusting yourself, it can show up as like, well, starting over your words like I just did. That's me changing my mind mid-speech. Oh, sister, you and I speak the same language. (laughs) But it's also... Like, can you make a decision, like a simple decision or a big decision? Do you feel like you need to talk to somebody else every single time you're making a decision? Do you feel comfortable investing in yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's take an athletic perspective. Your coach tells you to hold a certain pace and either you can go with the attitude of, I don't know if I can do that Mm -hmm. or, you know, he thinks I can, guess I'll go for it. Yeah. And then you, you'll find out on the other end. Why, why figure out the answer before you get there? Oh, that's a power. That's a tweetable right there. Yeah. <laughs> you are not a magic eight ball, people. No, no. And that's what a cool, what a cool reminder of that. Like none of us are anomalies right? We're just willing to do the things and we may be a little bit further along in the game. Maybe we've been working on this and struggling with this at times and then like stumbling and deciding to fail forward with it. Maybe we've just been doing it longer or with more tenacity or with more self-love along the way. Like whatever it is, like you're not an anomaly. None of us are. It's just that now you and I have that willingness to learn about ourselves and keep learning. Yeah. And I think part of that willingness to learn is also the willingness to say, oops, well, that didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plot twist. Yeah. Or however you want to say it. If you're just going to pivot. Pivot. I was going to say, I had a huge moment last year where I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to figure out, and I use the term figure out with like air quotes because I recognize that like me figuring it out is literally me saying, all right, God, K universe, like, 
I got to surrender this because I can't do this all by myself, which is a huge, that's a huge pivot within itself. Um, and like a small opportunity for me to say, yay, like that I, that I got to that point. But, um, it's really allowing for us to understand that we get to pivot. So last year when I was trying to like figure out what my next steps were in the business world, for me, it was that, okay, I'm on the right path. I just have to tweak it a little bit. I just have to pivot a little bit. And guess what? There are no rules about anything. There are no rules saying that you do have to do something a certain way or you don't have to do it. And if it's just not feeling like it's totally in congruence with yourself, you get to change it. You get to just pivot with it a little bit. And that's really powerful. Yeah. I know a lot of people will think, oh, I can't start my own business. I can't quit my job because there's some people are like, I can't trust myself. I'll yeah. just, I would just sit and watch TV all day. What? Yeah. Really? If you want what you want, then I don't think you're going to be sitting and watching TV all day. Yeah. And it's, it's asking yourself that question, Kelsey, right? It's like, it's saying, wait, is that true? Right. Like, cause we get in those places all the time of like, oh, but I would just do this or I've always been this way. So I'm going to stay this way. And when you say, but is that the truth? And you just pause with that for a second. You get to look at your answer and you get to feel your answer. And sometimes it's like that quick release of, no, that's not true. I wouldn't just sit on the couch for 17 hours. Like I wouldn't maybe for a day, just like, I don't know to test it out, but like, I wouldn't do that. And it's, or yes, I would do that. And then it's the, okay, but why? And if I want this thing, is doing that going to help me get this thing? And then you just get to like bring the paths that you've got potential to go down closer and closer together. Yes, absolutely. And if you are going to like sit on the couch nonstop, like, okay, what's going on with you? Are you sick? Do you need yeah. to just then dig into your health? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's where you need to focus your attention right now. And that's the thing, right? And um, that goes into like yours and my relationship beautifully. Like there are things that we think that we want friends that are perhaps business related, but actually first we have to heal physical things or we have to really start to set into motion, um, establishing a foundation in another area of life. Maybe it's finances, maybe it's relationships because all of these big energetic, um, places that we want to go in our lives and impacts that are being imprinted on us, they all, it's like a big spider web. They all have to do with each other. And sometimes what we think we want to do is great, but we can't get there unless we, we focus on over here first. Yes. And it can be so frustrating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So frustrating. <laughs> you have to like, you have to build a foundation. Yeah. And sometimes we can start building the building and we're like way up on the top floor. And then we realize like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I forgot something back um, on the first floor. Yeah. Yeah. But also, okay, let's regroup. Let's go back down. Let's go back down to the first floor. Right. And I think like that's a cool opportunity for you to say like, all right, I could get pissed about this. Or I could recognize that like I left that down on the first floor for a reason. There are no mistakes. Let's go get it and see if I want to climb back up to where I am or maybe I want to walk out the door and build a building right next to it. Exactly. Because yeah. you don't have to go back to the same place where you were. No. Again, you can pivot. You can start something new. You can always add on. Mm -hmm. 
anything is possible. And I can't go too deep into this building analogy because I don't know very much about building. I literally was just saying, when did we become construction workers? Like, that was really cool, though. We rode that as long as we could. We did a nap done. Tap it out of that one. Awesome. Okay, on to the next. Danger in there, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, where should we go next? I don't know. Where do you want to go? You well, lead the way, girlfriend. Don't trust. Let's talk about more about you, Jillian. I want to know more about what you do with your clients. Yeah. Oh my gosh, such a good question. And thank you for that. Um, so I started off in the entrepreneurial world actually by way of network marketing and it's a fitness and wellness company that I'm still affiliated with. And I'm so freaking grateful because I, when I was little, when I was younger, I always had this inkling that I wanted to work for myself one day. I just had no idea what that even looked like. And you pause for a second. Yeah. Okay. So you, when you were little, you, you saw yourself on stage, you saw yourself working for yourself. Yeah. What did you, what was your first career path? My first, oh gosh, like, well, when I was 12, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go that far back. But so I graduated from college with a, um, with a business degree and, but started off college as a liberal arts student, had no real idea. Then I went into sports management because I'm an athlete, been an athlete my whole life. Um, and so I'm like, well, that just makes sense, right? Like I'm just, I'll do something in the sports world. But then I'm like, I don't want to be an athletic director. I don't want to be a trainer. I, like, at one point I thought I wanted to be on the news, like be like a sports anchor or something like that. But I think that was like just a little like universe, like tap, tap, tap. Like you're meant to be like speaking about things. You're meant to, so that was just, actually, I just had that like realization right there. Like, oh, that's a cool little tie-in. So I went through this period that I was like, I don't really know what I want to do, but as I was getting my sports management degree, um, I was also getting a business minor. Finally, it clicked to me that I'm really good at this. I really like this, and there's far more opportunity with a business degree than a sports management degree, particularly for somebody that didn't really know what she wanted to do. Um, but I remember looking at my advisor and saying, I want to work for myself someday. I didn't know the word entrepreneur. I had no idea what that even meant. And I said to him, but I don't know what that means. Um, I love business, but I can tell you, I don't want to work in a bank. And that's all that was presented to me. A lot of my professors were, were from the banking background. I'm like, that is not, that is not motivating. That is not exciting for me. Um, hats off to the people in that industry because you're amazing. Um, it's just not my calling. We all have different superpowers, right? So graduated, I actually um, started in human resources at a hospital. And I really liked that because again, I got to, um, I got to really help people. I was doing a lot of talking. I was doing a lot of the intake for new employees and um, that was really fun. And I was also being groomed for upper management. So got my MBA. And then I started um, as the practice manager of two outpatient practices. So again, like really starting to establish myself as a leader, as somebody that could advocate for her people, but also eloquently, there's the word, bring messages from upper management to my staff in a way that was loving and um, space holding and tender for them because that's an interesting world to be in when you're in that management position and you're in between. Um, and I'm so grateful for all I learned there. Stumbled into um, network marketing by way of my own physical goals. And when I started to see 
the opportunity to build a business, I was like, this is cool. This is exciting. This is a cool combination of me being able to start speaking about my own experiences and helping other people by way of that and bringing in some of the business logistical side that I really, really liked. That was awesome. Um, but at the beginning of 2017, I started having this stirring within me and I just knew that I was meant for grander. I was meant to go deeper with people. And I was starting to see a lot of trends with my customers that I was not able to really touch within this um, this title that I had through my network marketing company, and I'm like, you know what though, I really love it, but it can be it can be a part of my umbrella. It doesn't have to be my whole umbrella anymore. And it really gave me the opportunity to say like, okay, this is what I can do with this. And so I started to look into and ask myself those deep questions of what can I do? What, what feels good to me? And ultimately my mission now is I can eloquently, I'm going to keep using the word, say it, but I didn't know what it was then, but now it's to help people, to help women feel empowered in their truth and who they truly are. And to use that truth to spread the message to the world through their relationships, through their love, through their businesses. And it's by way of that business that I am able to work with my clients and help them to do the deep diving and the onion layer peeling on who they really are and take that energetic side of things, which is everything, and establish that foundation first and then build upon it logistically. So I help women to really dive into who they are and why they want to do what they say that they want to do. I start them, I, I help them to get the little wins on establishing that trust within themselves and then literally building a business from that foundational place. So it's super strong as they start super to build strong. that business. Yes, because I didn't have that strength at the beginning. I started building the business without having that understanding of energy and worthiness and self-love. And it was like you said, I got up to the top of the building and I was like, oh, wait, I, like my foundation is not solid. I got to go back down to the first floor and really pour a new layer of cement here because... I, I need, I, this is where I can grow stronger. So for me, it's like, well, I could help women cut down on the time, energy, resources, finances that they're going to spend by not discovering who they truly are first. And that has not only helped many of my clients, um, really start to rake in some serious cash but it's helped them to get to know who they are so that when they're offering services, when they're creating these products, they feel secure and they feel empowered to say, this is what I'm charging because this is the transformation you're going to get by working with me. And that's the thing, being able to cause the ripple effect and be like that, like that point in the middle of the ripple is is so inspiring to me because I know, I know that yes, I'm directly impacting my clients' lives, but you know who else I'm impacting? Their children, their friends, their family. And when we can create a world where our children look at us, particularly as women and say, 
I know that I can do it and I know that I am worthy and I know that I am magic, miracle, and love because my mama taught me that because that's how she treats herself. That is freaking everything to me. Is that your big why? Huge why. That's it right there. Every single day um, as I'm bringing my oldest son to preschool. And I, and I, I make sure to ask him this every day, but I make it a point to have the conversation on the way to school. I say, Cameron, what are you? And he knows now that he is magic, love, miracle, and Cameron. I love, oh my God, I love that so much. Yeah. And then my little one um, doesn't quite have all the words yet, but he hears the conversation and he'll go, la, 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 la. so he like, he knows. And then I've taken it one step further because I don't want it to just become a, like a thing that he says, but not feels connected to. And I say, does that make your heart feel happy? And he'll go, yeah, like, I guess so, but like, I haven't really thought about that. And it's, it's cool to just witness his little mind starting to grasp these things. And now he'll come to me and he'll say, mama, that person, that person didn't make a great choice today. And I'll say, well, why was that? And he'll say, they forgot they were love. It's like, yes, yes, tiny human. Yes, you're doing it. Right. And so for me, I know that that's a huge, that's, that's making a huge impact on my kids. And I know that that opportunity is available for my clients and their children, or, and maybe it's not just their, their children. For me, that's, that's top of mind because mine are so young and impressionable, but maybe it's coworkers in their full-time job. Maybe it's helping them to think differently. Maybe it's siblings who are struggling and they need the reminder that they are magic, miracle, and love. And they're themselves. Like, it's just so powerful. So thanks for asking that question and letting me like go down that whole rabbit hole because obviously like that amps me up like no other. It was a beautiful sparkly rabbit hole. I really like that journey. I Thank love you. that. It was a sparkly <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> it was, there was glitter and sunshine everywhere. I loved it. <laughs> Jillian, I know I want to be respectful of your time because I know you've got we, we've got an imminent nap ending. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to make sure we get everything in. Yeah. Where can people learn more about you? Oh my gosh. Um, well, follow me on Instagram so that I can follow you back and like love on you and just watch your lives because that's so fun. And I'm appreciative for Instagram because for me, it's not about the highlight reel. Like you're going to see it all. You're going to see the messy moments of, okay, so my almost two-year-old just decided to jump out of his crib and now he's in a toddler bed and nap time is not something that we can necessarily count on. I share all that on Instagram stories. So it's at Jillian Bolands. I try to keep it like super simple for all my platforms. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. I've I've got a personal page and I've got a business page. Both are Jillian Bolands. And um, my website is JillianBolands.com. And um, if you're interested, you can go to JillianBolands.com forward slash empower. And I will send you my weekly empowerment love notes. I try to send my five favorite things of the week. Um, so I can share what I'm experiencing and what's working for me and give people different ideas of maybe something that they could incorporate and feel that empoweredness, empoweredness, empowerment from, and uh, yeah, that's just my favorite way of really like giving a ton of value to, to my people. And yours is one of the very few 
emails that I open. Thank you. That means a lot to me. And I will say that yours is one of mine. <laughs> yeah, you're almost of like three. <laughs> no, I know. It, well, we have to, we have to, um, we have to be mindful of our time and we have to make sure that we're taking in the content that is going to best serve us. And we have to be, I mean, we can get caught up in the, the Google searches and the YouTube videos and like the constant emails coming in. So you want to make sure that the people that you're subscribing to are helping you to elevate who you are. And that's what I think about every single time I send an email. Like, is this going to help somebody feel uplifted and elevated within their life, relationships, business, how they're showing up in the world? anything. And if the answer is no, I will not send it. I do the same thing, which is why my email is, doesn't come out at the same, on the same day every week. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't have anything super valuable to share right now. This is how I lift them up. Yeah, no, I know. I do um, my, my type A and my business background. I do try to get mine out every single Monday. Um, But that actually helps me to be super mindful during the week of like, okay, this is something that I can share. And with tiny humans running all around, it's like I have to write those down so I can remember like, okay, this is a, a noteworthy thing to share and, and to inspire with. So that that's helpful for me. Yeah. And, and our email inboxes are such a place of disgruntlement. I don't yeah. know if that's a word, but like it I think, is now. I, I think I asked on social media the other day, what's your relationship with email? And I think I had one person say she really loves being informed mm-hmm. and every other response was like, Oh yeah. So heavy. Yeah. So we need to make sure that we're providing valuable content for people that will help them feel empowered in their truth. That's my yes. mission. That's what yes. I'm standing by. And when it comes to email, like no, some things are for you and some things aren't. Yeah. I'm yeah. lucky enough that there are other Kelsey Abbott's out there. Yeah who mistype their email addresses. <laughs> and so I get lots of stuff that isn't for me. Yeah. Just a reminder, oh, this isn't for you. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's brilliant. And you're amazing. I will say this too. Um, if you want to come see, if this conversation like stirred something within you and you want to see me and Kelsey in person <laughs> and feel that energy, then you can go to trueyoulive.com and grab your ticket for the true you live event that's going to be in Portland. Um, we've got VIP tickets available, which is going to give you a totally upscaled opportunity to experience this event. Um, and then through the month of May, we've got our general admission tickets on early bird special right now. So go grab them. We are going to sell out. I want this to be a very intimate experience and, um, it's, it's truly first come first serve. So you have to get on it soon and trust me, you've not ever been to a a live event like this before. I am so excited. I am excited too. I just, I'm like over in the freaking moon about it. <laughs> and um, it's right after my birthday. So <gasps> there might be a little birthday celebration. Uh, there's well. going to be a little birthday celebration for sure, sister. Oh, yay. So fun. <laughs> um, there's one thing you forgot to mention, your podcast. Oh yeah, come over there because Kelsey <laughs> Abbott is over there. We found our awesome on Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. <laughs> we did. We, we did. That was awesome. over there. Oh, 
that was a great conversation. Um, we probably should like start a podcast together because this conversation is not anything like the conversation we had over there and they are both so powerful. And so this one feels like a class as well. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think we yeah. Should. Let's do that. <laughs> totally do that. All right. We don't need to talk about that. No, we can all. talk about that some other time. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jillian. You're, You're so amazing. welcome. Thank you. This was so fun. And you know what? I'm hearing tiny human upstairs. So he is up from his toddler bed, which is a new thing for us in the Bolands household. <laughs> All right. So as that exuberant human starts needing mommy, mm-hmm. we all sign off. I love you, sister. I love magical. you. Oh my gosh, you. you are too. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me and supporting me all the time. I just, goodness, I can't, I can't thank you enough. I love you. Right back at you. Mm-hmm. I adore you. Thank you so much for listening to the Find Your Awesome podcast. I'd like to invite you to head over to kelseyabbott.com to grab a series of short meditations. And please come join the Find Your Awesome group on Facebook. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please tell the world in whatever way feels good to you. And please leave a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for being part of this crazy adventure. Mm-hmm.